0: Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today, we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your story.
1: story. Dwight, one of the things that we should talk about since we're helping you flesh your game out is genres. We need to talk about what main genres there are and a little bit about
0: them before we deep dive into them. Oh yeah, because I mean, I know our podcast is going to start deep diving pretty quickly, specifically in the month of October into horror and into the like that. kind of the subgenres of horror. Um, so yeah, let's talk about what a genre is and kind of how you use them. So there are, I mean, it depends on what list you go to. There's hundreds of different genres, but just to talk about the very top levels of genre, there is, um, a political genre where you're kind of playing, um, I would, I would lump all the spy fiction into that as well. Mm -hmm. You're doing something that's primarily driven by political motivation. So countries at war doesn't have to be you don't have to be like Tom Clancy but it's like this could be in a high fantasy this could be in a sci-fi this could be in anything you want. Game of Thrones has a great example of that. Yes, it's it's countries at war or kingdoms at war mm-hmm. and the different players are being driven by different um political faction driven stuff. So it also be factions at war too. So if you're going to do a game where it's like merchant guild versus rogue guild or merchant guild versus armors guild that would also be a political story. Mm-hmm. Um, there's mystery. Uh, mystery is actually one of my favorite ones, where you create open-ended questions and you drop hints and clues for players to piece them all together to figure out. Oh, this is the guy or the gal who's causing all the trouble in the town, or at the larger level. You know, it, it doesn't have to be just a murder mystery, right? Because that's you can see that's a subgenre. Oh, I'm trying to figure out who solved the who killed the guy. That's a murder mystery genre. But mystery in general is a how do you what What happened? Mm-hmm. So you're solving something, and in my games, it's kind of one of those like, okay, you come upon a scene, something has happened, you need to solve that, and so I always have I always have some kind of mystery stuff in mind. Thriller is kind of nice. Thriller is another genre. Um, it's basically uses a lot of plot twists, a lot of red herrings, and a lot of cliffhangers, which are really nice to use in your gaming as well yes i'd like to end games game sessions with cliffhangers because it keeps them coming back for more and even if they've quote unquote done everything i asked them to do i'll still impromptu come up with a cliffhanger every once in a while just to be like oh you guys finally killed the big bad or did you because the door is now opening right And you're like oh and we're gonna leave it there for tonight guys i'll see you in a couple of weeks and so that is the thriller where you, it's really suspenseful plot driven story. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing with that is, and you're playing it as a game, your players can interact and choose where that plot is going. Um, horror, horror is anything. I mean, horror is kind of hard to talk about, but horror can be again, it could be that murder mystery if it has horrific elements of, you know, a lot of, um, Scary things, startling things, um, kind of shock, or even anything re- that's supposed to get underneath your skin. player character's skin. Yeah, and now with horror, I, I really am. I really try to be. Uh, I really try to be um, careful with horror because the problem with horror is you can actually get into some really touchy subjects with people. So you know that's one of the reasons if you haven't listened to our lexicon thing you should listen to lexicon because it actually gives your your players the ability to kind of tell you, hey, I don't want to see X. And if you're going to run a horror game, you need to get player buy-in on certain elements. Like, is it okay if you walk into a room filled with body parts? Some people are going to say no. In fact, I might be one of them unless you're just going to gloss over that fact. We actually were just playing a game with our other DM uh, on Friday, which was just a couple days ago for us. And uh, we're playing uh, a reprise of Temple of Elemental Evil, and there is, like, five different rooms that have this huge, like, really gory, nasty S&M feel, and I'm not actually comfortable with Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And so it's, you know, in one of the rooms, I literally just cast a fireball to destroy the room because it just sickened me so much. So, yep. If I was playing that game again and I knew that those elements were there, I would have probably just asked for him not to give me the room elements and just say, this room's filled with things that you don't want to – that are unspeakable Mm -hmm. and move on with life. So horror is a a tricky one, and we'll go into it next month uh, specifically and talk about it. But um, you can do historical. Historical is really fun. Um, we've done a lot of games, and I think everyone has, and if you haven't yet, you should. You can run a game, um, if you're again, it's kind of horrific, but you can run a game where um, Jack the Ripper is not an ordinary thing. It's mm-hmm. either a monster or it's a human with certain magical or psionic or other type of abilities. It's a historical place and time, but then you put your own twist on
1: that. So it could yep. be Civil War with magic, Civil War with higher tech, things like
0: that. Yeah, it's kind of the what-if stories. A lot of There's a lot of book genres, like what mm-hmm. if the Nazis won, right? I mean, that sort of a thing is kind of... Uh, what if the dinosaurs are still around, things right. like that. And you could run a historical game. Um, you could do a romantic game. I've yet to see it kind of work that well, but I know that there are drama systems, which are again, um, by Kenneth Height, they have a drama system. You potentially, if you were doing like a one-on-one game... You could probably get a romantic thing happening. You also probably could have a romantic interest with an NPC, if done well, with one of the players. Again, mm-hmm. if the other players were comfortable with it. And you weren't crossing too many actual out-of-game boundaries in game. That one's harder to incorporate unless you have people that are willing to do that beforehand. I agree. Um, so I've never run one, but it's it's an option. Because mm-hmm. um, I definitely know that there's a lot more games that are just not D&D anymore. That are more story driven, and so I could totally see that becoming more and more of a RPG stuff, especially since females are coming into the gaming groups, which is great. Mm -hmm. And so that might um, we might we might be uh, softening some of the hack and slash elements of you know D and D eventually. Who knows. Um, Westerns, I'm not a big fan of Westerns, but that's just a personal thing. I know people absolutely love Westerns, so you could run your entire game, and there are rules for running certain games inside of a Western um, story. You could also change and flip Western on its head like in the Firefly series Mm -hmm. where you have a sci-fi Western where um, in the core of the worlds it's very high-tech, but when you get out to the outer rims, you have more of a Western feel. To tag on that, you're going to
1: have a main genre or two and then you're gonna have subgenres. So you could have a horror western. You could yeah. have a fantasy western. These you can mix and mash together as you see fit.
0: Yeah typically what I would do is I'd pick a, a main genre and then my individual gaming sessions might have another secondary genre tacked onto it. So we could be doing um a high fantasy Lord of the rings like game and then this one scene is a, a touch of horror or mm-hmm. this one scene has a touch of maybe even a Western because you're on the outer peripheries of the kingdom. And so you're in a more of a lawless type of environment where the yep. local town sheriff is actually running the coop, you know, running mm-hmm. the whole thing. Anyway, Um sci-fi again, sci-fi is not hard. It's one of those things where you're going to have, if you do sci-fi, you're typically not going to have a lot of magic unless you're running a game like a shadow run where, They've done a really good job of mixing the two. But typically, if you have high magic, you don't have high tech. Or if you have high tech, you don't have high magic. Mm-hmm. Because the idea is to do stuff that's impossible and either do it with magic or tech. Unless you have a weird case with
1: on where you had high tech and then high magic came right about Brute the same time.
0: It. Brute forced its way in. Mm-hmm. Same thing would be said of a game called uh, of Rifts. I don't know if anyone even plays Rifts anymore, but Rifts was the same way. Um, you had the high-tech of the world, and then um, the world itself had rifts open up and other uh, dimensions kind of poured into it. So uh, we've already kind of covered high fantasy, but I'll cover high fantasy again. High fantasy is your standard Lord of the Rings um, type of trope where you have the elves, the dwarves. It's, it's actually a lot of what D&D is based on is mm-hmm. high fantasy. You can have low fantasy as well where – um, The difference, I would say, between high fantasy and low fantasy is low fantasy would be more mundane, less magic, less magical items, less magical properties. Think
1: like, uh oh, hey, we're doing a traditional, like, historical medieval type setting where you have knights and swords
0: and just humans yeah. with no magic. Yeah, that would be one example. Or there may be one or two magic, but your players don't have that ability. Think, think
1: more like King Arthur. So, yeah, yeah, you're more Arthur, maybe with a magical sword, yeah. but you're not playing Merlin.
0: No one's Merlin, yeah. Um, the the GM is Merlin. Um, and then you can do a dystopian. Uh, dystopian or a utopian. Utopian is really hard because... I'm not sure what conflict you have in a utopian society. So most places that start out with a utopian world quickly show you that it's actually a dystopian world, or which means the dystopia or the utopian world's fallen and you're in the dystopian world. Now. Yeah, exactly. So dystopia basically, if you don't know what the word means, uh, dystopia is kind of it. So utopia is kind of a heaven world. It's everything goes well. There's no real problems. Everything's going good. Dystopia means everything's kind of falling apart. Everything's yep. not going well. And in dystopia, it's actually not like you're like, well, that's where we're at now. Well, in a dystopian society, there's little to no hope. Yes. And so um, a Mad Max is a dystopian society, for instance. Um, and post-apocalyptic and dystopian get used interchangeably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, magical realism, this is an interesting one. You can do like a D twenty modern game and this would kind of be like a magical realism game. I would argue like uh even a Harry Potter could be that. So th- where you take a historical time period and you infuse magic into it. Yep. Um the entire premise of Mage the Ascension is that. Is that and that's from uh, World of Darkness. They're the same guys that do vampire masquerade and and so vampire masquerade is an Seven example things. of that because they're all in today's society. Yep. But it's with vampires and magic and werewolves and demons. And okay. Anyway, you get the idea. So those are just some examples. Now, of course, every one of these has like sub genres and we're not going to cover the sub genres by any stretch of the imagination because um we'll be here all probably for the next year. Um, but the thing mm-hmm. is with these, each one of these has a different level. So like sci-fi, you could do kind of, you could do star Wars, sci-fi, or you could do star Trek, sci-fi, or you could do Dr. Who, sci-fi or you could do alternate reality sci-fi, sci-fi. so each one of like that's just i just did four genres of sci-fi in like two seconds the idea here is for you to realize that if you choose a genre you're not necessarily stuck into it but if you do choose a genre as your main genre and you're going to have to right you you do by nature if you followed like and D 5e rule you're in a fantasy world you're in a high fantasy yeah. Now there's going to be some elements
1: of other things from there, but your main genre is fantasy. That's your overall theme. Right. And that's not
0: bad. It's just, just know it. Mm-hmm. But then know how you could weave other genres into your storytelling, because that's what makes it more realistic. Can you weave a little bit of mystery in for like the, a week or two? Can you weave a little bit of a, a a thriller into it for a week or two? Can you actually run like a, a spy heist type of move uh, thing, like a movie it, a spy movie, like an Ocean's Eleven into your D&D campaign. And the answer is yes, you can. So Walking through a cemetery might have a little bit of a horror aspect for that one time. Exactly. It doesn't even have to be... I mean, you can even do just light horror. Um, because you're like, oh, I don't want to do horror. Well, if you have a cleric or a paladin, they have the ability to turn the undead. You could very quickly have them get ambushed in a situation by the undead. That's horrific in its very nature. And you don't have to go into too much details. You don't have to trigger anybody. You can just be, you know, this is what happened, and this is how it went down. And then your players have to react. And mm-hmm. that little aspect is somewhat horror. Um, thriller comes into DD quite a bit, or any other RPG quite a bit, because uh, no one wants to play accounting the RPG game or, you know, business the RPG game. What you're playing is somebody else. So there's always some nature of thriller impacted to it. So that is really it for a very high-level understanding of the genres. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.